Today's episode is brought to you by the Badass Biz Bundle. If you're ready to start your business or have just launched, let me help you kickstart things to make major progress in a short time. The Badass Biz Bundle is what I wish I had when I was starting out on my own. The business documents I didn't know I needed and a kick-ass mentor to answer questions with practical, tactical advice. Learn more at lesliemyrick.com slash coaching. Hey, I'm Kate Bendewald. And I'm Leslie Myrick. We're interior designers who've been meeting every Friday for coffee to discuss the ins and outs, ups and downs of running our design business and decided to hit the record button. We are designers getting coffee with each other and now you. While some might choose to guard the hard-earned secrets of their design success, we've chosen to support, encourage, and empower one another to be the most kick-ass business owners possible. Welcome to the Designers Getting Coffee podcast, real talk about running your design business with head and heart. Come join the conversation. And now this is episode 38, how to use pricing options in your design proposals. Good morning, Kate. Hello. Hello. She's chipper today. (laughs) Got some sleep last night. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, I have a couple things I want to say before we start. Number one is I have a kid homesick on the couch and I have a shower remodel happening. So if you hear strange kids related noises or perhaps a tile saw running that is all part of what it means to be a designer with a home office and number two this episode is totally on the fly and i'm super jacked about it because kate and i were doing what we do and talking business and literally just said let's start recording and capture all of this so kate fill us in what's going on with you today and why why are we talking about this yeah so no i think this is always fun i mean you guys know that we plan our episodes and we think about the natural sequence of things, but every now and then we'll hop on and start talking before we start recording. And today, just our conversation naturally went in the direction of what we're going to be talking about today, which is about pricing options. And we were just, I was halfway through the conversation or just started really. And I was just like, screw it. Let's just talk about this and turn on record because honestly, that's how this podcast started was we were already doing this. We were already having our Friday morning coffee together and talking about these things and just decided to hit record. So this is real life. This is really what we're talking about. But yeah, so pricing options is not anything that I have done in the past. I know it's um, a common business model for a lot of industries. I know graphic designers and photographers use it a lot. Um, They have, you know, set packages that they offer and pricing. And for me, I, especially with my full service clients, I've always just done like, here's the service. Here's what it costs. I tie it to the value. We talked about value-based design proposals a couple of weeks ago, but this week I, I was on YouTube and I came across a video that outlined this in a way that it really clicked for me. Why it would make sense to do it in my business. And I actually had a consultation yesterday for a pretty massive whole home kitchen, whole home renovation, including kitchen and baths. And I just thought to myself, this is going to be a great opportunity for me to test out my new method of presenting clients with design options. So I haven't even tried it really for myself, but I will update you guys and let you know how it goes. But I just have this feeling it makes a lot of sense. And so I wanted to talk about that today and talk about how I've sort of mapped it out in my own head of how I'm going to set up these options. But in general, the whole idea is that I mean, the psychology makes sense to me. You, I use good, Leslie, I know you do too. We use good, better, best models all the time already in our business. We use it to talk about budgets a lot, right? We have, you know, when it comes to furniture, you have a range that you can choose from and 
different things have a different value to them based on the quality of how they're made and that sort of thing. Um, we use it in materials, you know, just take a countertop, for example, there's good, better, best materials that you can use for countertops. So the same is true, I think, for services. But think about the last time you, well, okay, so in this video that I watched, she uses the example of picking out wine from a wine list. You know, are you going to be the guy or gal who goes and finds the absolute cheapest bottle on the list? Are you going to go for the high dollar Super swanky bottle, <laughs> probably. Girl, everyone knows you pick the second cheapest bottle <laughs> on the wine list in a restaurant. I've heard that before, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> you don't want the cheapest, but you know, next next step up. That that sounds okay. Yes, well, it's absolutely true, and I think I think it holds true in in this as well. So the idea is that you lead with your high ticket item, your high ticket full service all in whole hog package, which is your very, very, very top dollar. And you anchor with that. And so you present your options in a column format, reading left to right, the left column being your high ticket item. And at the top, you say, this is what it costs. And here's what's included with this. Your middle option, which is what you really want them to pick, is going to literally be in the column and it's the most popular one. And you guys can come up with proprietary names for these, or you could call it like gold, silver, bronze, whatever. I don't care. I mean, I'm not a fan of super cutesy words, but sometimes they get your point across. I think what you're getting at is like, you need to have some wording so that people understand this is a good, better, best model. Some way to show Precisely. that, yeah, to compare apples to apples and show that one is better, but also costs more. Yeah. Don't call it Larry, Moe, and Curly. <laughs> so your middle one is is your ideal offering. It's the one you really think that they're going to go for. And on the right, you put in your like sort of DIY offering, if if you will, and outline what is included with that. What what makes sense to me, Leslie, is that if you don't give them your client something to compare. What are they going to do? I don't know. That sounds like a trick question. They're going to look at your number, no matter what number you throw at them. And they're going to say, holy shnikes, that's expensive. That's true. Or they might go, likely go price shop and kind of- Ooh, you can do your own price shopping with your own company. <laughs> I <laughs> like gonna that. Go, they're going to want to have something to compare it to. So they're pro- they might go talk to another designer and get something to compare it to. In the end, they're going to come back with numbers all over the place that don't make any sense. So we're going to actually give them something- to compare yourself. So now they're comparing apples to apples. They don't feel the need to go out and price shop. They have something to compare it to and satisfying that itch. So yeah, so that's the bit, that's the big idea. And so I spent a little bit of time thinking about, okay, if I were to do this, what would each level include? And so I think we can talk a little bit about what, you know, I've come up with that makes sense for my business. I think you guys, our listeners, it's really important that you spend the time to think about for yourself and your business and where you are, what would make sense for you? Because all of our businesses are are different, right? But hopefully this can provide a couple of ideas. Leslie, you're real quiet over there. Do you have any questions? (laughs) I'm just like, bring this on. Tell me about, I literally started scribbling notes, Kate, when we were talking before we hit record. And I just want you to continue talking so that I can make more notes. But I'm really into this option because if you guys remember in episode 36, we were talking about proposals and all that kind of stuff. And what we're talking about today is actually different from what we talked about then. You know, we had discussed the fact that at a consultation, an in-person paid consultation, 
I was leaving the, I guess, loosely called a proposal with a client, which is basically just my contract with here's what it's going to cost. Kate and I talked in depth about why she prefers to leave that consultation with the client excited and happy and basking in all the new information and then following up with an emailed proposal you know, the next day. But this is kind of taking it to a next level where instead of just sending a proposal and saying, here is what I am recommending for you based on what we talked about, this pricing option model is, you know, going to come at the same time. But instead of, you know, just saying, here is one thing that I think is going to work for you. We're talking about being able to send something to clients that say, here are three options I think are really great for you, you know, at this price point, at this better price point, and, you know, this quote, best price point. And this, this is really going to empower clients and help them to make the best choice that they feel super comfortable about. It also is going to potentially upsell your clients into a better package because maybe they see all the benefits of doing your full service, or you might have a downsell. Maybe the the mid-range package is kind of what they want, but it exceeds the budget they had hoped to spend. So you've already given them an option for a downsell of you know, maybe your downsell becomes e-design instead of something that you do in person locally, your downsell can be a virtual design, e-design kind of thing. So I think this is super cool and I'm excited for this because I've always just given one pricing option. And then if they say no, I go back to them and say, totally understand. This might also be a great fit for you, blah, 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 blah. And I think what's really important for this three pricing option model and back me up on this, Kate, or explain how you do it or you're going to do it is that it really has to outline the benefits, not just the features and the process. Like clients aren't going to care. Well, they are they are going to care. But what they want to know is, what am I going to get out of each of, three, each of these three options? Why would I pay more for the best level option instead of just going with the good or better? What? How does it benefit me and why should I invest in that? Yeah, absolutely. And so to be clear, what we talked about a couple of weeks ago is really focusing on framing your proposal in the context of giving value-based proposals instead of it's going to take a hundred hours times this rate and it's so it's going to be this dollars because that leaves dollars for hours yeah model. dollars for hours model because that gives them the opportunity to ask like well does it why does it take so long or can you really do it that fast? And so moving away from that and doing more of a value-based proposal. So what we're talking about today is really just a continuation of that conversation where you're still presenting your services with a value-based proposal, but now you're going to do it with a good, better, best option. So my approach to this is really just to take my existing design process, which we've talked about at length in, on this podcast and some past episodes. Leslie, if you'll make a note, we'll make sure to include those in the show notes, but to basically take my design process and break that out into my good, better, best. Real quick note, the guy that I was listening to, Jason Doe, I think I'm spacing on his name. We'll link- Chris Doe, Chris right? Doe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, we'll link to that as well. But basically he really emphasized that you present the high ticket item first and there's psychology around that going from the high ticket item versus low to high. Okay. So I'm going to actually work backwards from my- design. Actually, no, I think it makes more sense for me to talk about it in the good, better, best format versus best, the backwards, just because, because we're talking about, I guess what you're saying is 
just understand that like on the real one, you'd flip it, right? You would actually yeah. list it as best, better, good, but yeah, but I'm yes, going to talk for, about for the it sake to, of flow. Yeah. So that, cause since we're talking about a linear process here, so the good level is sort of your DIY option and you guys can frame this however you want. But for me, my good option is going to be everything that I include in concept design. So that's going to be things like a schematic floor plan, a color palette, some big picture ideas, maybe with some photos and lines saying like, here's kind of what I would do here, here, and here. Here's a picture to explain or show kind of what I'm thinking. Um, so you're giving them a ton of value. You're giving them ideas. You're giving them a space plan. For me, my concept design includes a floor plan. And if it's a furniture project, I'll put in placeholder furnishings and say like, hey, a nine foot sofa really makes sense in this space. If it's a kitchen, it's going to be something like showing what size island makes the most sense. But I'm definitely not detailing out those drawings at the concept design level too much. I'm not sourcing any furniture, but I might create kind of a mood board. So mood board, schematic floor plan, an estimated kind of preliminary budget. It's nothing, you know, we're not pricing out anything specifically. And then, you know, I'd follow up with them. I'd send that to them in a PDF form and then I'd follow up to discuss it and ask questions. And that's my DIY option. And I'm guessing you don't actually want people to buy that. I mean, I have had people do that. I did I did a four bedroom cabin, uh, how, cabin, <laughs> this is a four bedroom cabin, <laughs> ranch in the mountain, mountain home in Colorado, right before I left. And the reason I did it is because they were, they were building and I was moving away and I didn't have time to help them with, with the rest of the project. So they were like, can we just get you to do this? And I was like, sure. That's awesome. So when you price this, like it can't just be a throwaway price. Like it has to be something that if they do choose it, you still want to do it and it will still be profitable. Yeah, absolutely. And as a value to them and they've got the ideas and they've got something to work off of and to go from, but it also needs to be that if they, should they move forward that, you know, there's a natural continuation of building on what you created for them. I do think it's important too to incentivize clients to make the choice in advance to go through, you know, pick the level that you want to go through because it's going to take time. And let's say we get finished concept design and it's been four weeks and they see it and they're like, holy smokes, this is great. We want to move forward with you with design development with that next level. And you're like, well, I'm sorry, guys, I've, you didn't, I've booked other <laughs> clients. It's going to be two months before I'll be able to fit you in again. So you kind of can incentivize them to say, you know, if this is as far as you choose to go, I can't guarantee that I'll be available to add on to this when we're done. I would need to know that in advance. So, I mean, you can put that in, in so many words that are professional, right? I just, I'm just shooting from the hip here. So design development is my second tier service, which is everything in concept design. Plus we're going to take those schematic floor plans and we're going to detail them out. Um, it includes all drawings, elevations, reflected ceiling plans. It's going to, we're going to source all of the furnishings. We're going to put together a really solid budget so you can see exactly where your money's going and how your, how it all breaks down. We're going to order all the material samples that we need so you can touch and feel it all. And we're going to come to you with a full design presentation, specifications, drawings, the whole shebang, right? And this is really what clients want and what they need. And so that's the middle version. And with this, what I'm choosing to do is to 
put them, if that's as far as they choose to go, then that puts them responsible for all of the purchasing and all the project management. I will make myself available, although it's limited availability by the hour for questions or assistance or troubleshooting should things come up at an hourly fee on top of their design development. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. At that point, I kind of hand them everything that they need to complete the project on their own. And but they're on their they're on the hook for dealing with the contractor when stuff goes wrong, kind of figuring it out and purchasing if they purchase something and something arrives damaged, like they're on the hook for figuring it out. <laughs> um, so they could choose to go with my big ticket item, which is really taking care of all of that for them. Um, it's it's white glove turnkey full service design, all of the implementation, all the project management. We're going to liaise between them and the contractors and tradespeople. You know, we're going to keep them from receiving countless calls and texts that might interrupt their daily routine. Um, we'll take care of handling all of the ordering and tracking and warehousing and delivering of items. We're also going to take care of all of the installation and styling. So once everything, all the construction is done, we can bring everything in, put it all together and style it. And you might even do, you know, even go to that next level and do like a celebratory dinner with friends that you host. You, you know me, I'm always up for throwing a party. <laughs> always a party with you, Bendel. <laughs> That's right. So um, you, I mean, you can think of how many ways can you make that high ticket item, that high ticket level of service and really take it to the next level as far as delivering on service. That's it. That's all she wrote. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. So basically in what your... I would just real quick add to that, sorry yeah. I didn't interrupt you, but that if they didn't want to commit to all of that implementation piece afterwards, which would be, a, you know, we would come up with a, a rate that made sense for that. And it's going to be high because I'm going to make sure that I CYA for things happening. But if they didn't want to commit to all of that right up front, then they do have that option for by the hour support ongoing as needed, where needed. So there's no question of like, well, what if we did that level three, but we didn't like we did our own purchasing or whatever. It's like, no, 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 no we're not going to do that. We're gonna, <laughs> we'll do it, but it's by the hour and there's no package involved. So for you, okay. So I'm just to clarify this and I really like this. So basically like your full service design would be like the conceptual design phase the mm -hmm. design planning or the detailed design phase and then ordering and implementation. Precisely. So cool. So then your best option is all three of those. Yep. Your better option is just the first two and your good option is literally just the first one. So sure. it's really just making that. Ah, that's so cool. It's like taking full service design and letting people pick how much of you and how much service they want yeah, 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 and presenting it in a way where they can pick instead of, oh, this is so good. Because I feel like it can be it can be tough to sell full service design mm -hmm. in today's day and age because well, there's and so up, many and resources. And also up front because you have yet to really cultivate a relationship with these people and you're Bingo. asking a lot of money. You know, yeah. So all of a sudden your $12,000, $20,000 package doesn't look so expensive when it's next to a $50,000 design package. Hells to the yes. This is awesome. And looks like a bargain next to your fight. It does. And that's exactly <laughs> it. I think um, in one of those YouTube video links that we're going to have those in the show notes for you. I didn't get to watch all of them, but I was scanning through the comments while Kate and I were chatting earlier. And somebody was talking about how this is similar to how, say, Best Buy sells TVs. There's, you know, they all look the same. They all look like big, stupid TVs on a wall. And some of them are $100 and some of them are $10,000 and some of them are in the middle. And 
that's really all you have as a frame of reference is the price. Well, if you're just looking at price, and of course, you know, there's features explained, blah, 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 but let's simplify this. No one's going to buy the $100 one. No one's going to buy the $10,000 one, but it frames them. So at least you know what a quote good value is and what you might need and what, you know, a good, and spending money, investing in something feels good when it's the right thing. And if you can present the three options to the clients and let them feel empowered from picking instead of here is my recommendation for you, this is it, then you're right. They have nothing to compare it to. There's no apples to apples. And then they go to another designer who gives them a completely different proposal. I had someone once call me and we talked about rates and stuff. This is before I was moving to more of a value-based fee model. And I told her my hourly rate and she said, well, I called so-and-so in town and they're only $50 an hour. I was like, okay, have fun with them. Good luck. I hope it, hope that works out because <laughs> I don't know what you're going to get for that price, but you're not going to get that from me. So yeah, this is, uh, this is solving such a problem because people are getting to see a real comparison and they can choose with armed with the right knowledge and knowing what to expect with the outcome. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. I definitely, it was kind of like a palm on the face moment for me. I'm like, why have I not been doing this forever? It makes so much sense. I've used good, better, best modeling in a number of other areas to explain things to client clients. And I just, I, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about doing it. So it's kind of a aha moment for, for me too. So um, I do have a blog post that is just about done being written and it's going to come out in a few weeks. So if I don't know how that times up with this podcast coming out, but at some point a designer's oasis, I'll have um, some of this outlined a little bit, but you know, it's also, you're getting a lot of it here today too. I just am excited and I want to talk about it everywhere. <laughs> I know I have an important question. My hand is raised. Yay. You, yes. Okay. Leslie. Let's go here. Your work with me page on your website, whether you call it work with us, sales packages, whatever, do you show these options and good, better, best without pricing just to show people what to expect? No. Or are you still just focusing on your consultation and you still want people to go through the initial consultation and then you knock their faces off with this <laughs> really awesome proposal? No, I don't. I think that's too much information at that level. I still will continue to do, you know, an entry introductory phone call followed with a consultation just to make sure that I know what's a good fit and then present their options this way. Okay. So if you, I have so many questions. So if you had a yeah. phone call with them, would you ever just jump right to this proposal or would you always no. start with a two hour consultation? Um, I am always going to start with a two hour consultation. Okay. I want to be able to see the house so that I can know what it's going to take to get there. Right. I want to see it in person. I want to spend a little bit of time with this person. I want to be looking out for red flags. <laughs> I want to make sure that this person who I'll be spending a lot of time with, I'm going to be in their home and in their money and in their lives, you know, that we're, we're a good match. And I really just need that information to be able to know my numbers. I can't just say without looking at a place, you know, it's going to cost you $20,000. Yeah. I think that's really beneficial. Okay. I'm jumping back with one more question Please. on your website. Do you, on your sales page or your work with me page or whatever, are you selling your consultations right there? Or is your first course of action still get on the phone with me? Get on the phone. Oh, okay. All right. So you're still Listen, following the same process. This mama is getting cranky and really picky about who I work with lately. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you sound a little, a little needy and a little, 
a little basic. <laughs> so I, I just am at this place where I'm kind of turning into a grumpy old lady and I just want to work with badass people who want to spend a lot of money with me. So you got a sweet filter on this right now. The reason I'm asking this is because right now on my work with us page, girl, I have gone back and forth. I recently had it where I had my two most popular design packages there, but I think they were too spendy for people to be comfortable to click and buy yeah. without getting to know me. Sure, sure. I tried it for a couple months. It yeah. didn't work. So I've you gone back to- You always should be trying out different things and for a little bit and seeing what works for you and what doesn't because- not to, no two businesses are exactly alike. And I'm sure there are people out there where that has worked beautifully. So yeah. And that's true. I shouldn't say it won't work for anybody. I just, I gave it a shot for a couple months yeah. and I got less sales, fewer results than when I just promoted my two hour design jumpstart session. But, oh gosh, I lost my question. Where was I going with that? Work with the, oh, well, yeah, I'm trying to decide if I should yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I got this now. Okay. So right now on my website, this is like Kate is Yay! coaching me right now, guys. This is genius. So on my website right now, my work with us page talks all about my two hour consultation and there's a bunch of, you know, buy it now buttons. It talks about all the features and benefits. There's testimonials, there's videos. It's sexy. I'm wondering though, if I should just go back to the phone call method Listen, and not even try to sell anything directly I think so. there until I get I'm going to be honest. Phone. And this goes back to my, um, my work with Kendrick Shope, who we've talked about a lot on here. Um, there needs to be on your website one call to action, nothing else. And right now, for me, it's it's book a design. Yeah, you know, like even before your download my my freebie thing, it like the single call to action needs to be schedule a call with me. Get the people on the phone. Otherwise, they get confused about what action to take, what to do first. Well, should I just click and buy it? I kind of want to talk to her. I don't. Maybe I'll just download the thing right now. So I feel like booking a call needs to be the single most important action that you do. Now that book now button, maybe that's a private page and you send them a link to it immediately when you get off the phone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I have sales pages built out for every single one of my packages that I can just send a client a link and say, here's more detail about what we just talked about. And there they can click and purchase and schedule and all that stuff. Ooh, this is good. I think I know what I'm going to be doing when I go put my son upstairs for his nap in a few minutes. <laughs> I don't Mama know if you guys have noticed, but Leslie is the type of person that when she sets her mind to something, like absolutely zero dust collects on her before she gets her butt into gear no, and takes action. I'm, I'm very intuitive. And like when I get those, like it's that click, that feeling, I'm yeah. just like, yep, doing it. I don't, there's some things that I want to sit and think about, but mm -hmm. hey, you know, with my website, I save a copy of the old webpage in case I F it up and I try something <laughs> and I That's give smart. it a shot for a bit and I see what happens. So yeah. I, you know, and I keep trying new things to see what sticks and and then just trying to keep course correcting. I think that's what we do as business owners. There's no 100%. manual to do this one right way. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Now, I, you know, what you might do is outline your three tiers and what is included with them as kind of a broad, like every single project has this option, this good, better, best option, your specific rate to do your specific project, because every project is different, that will change. And mm -hmm. so you can keep like a master copy of the details of what's included with each one. And then the propo the customized proposal is for you, Mrs. Smith, uh, the DIY version would be 8,000. Here's what you'd get, 15,000, 20,000. Actually, remember you're doing it the other way, 20 to start, 15, then eight. Yeah, that's so genius because if you just said 15, I'd be like, F no, bye. But when you see it next to 
something higher, you're like, oh yeah, that's a great. I mean, look, yeah, that's great value. Oh, this is so good, Kate. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm pumped too. I know what I'm doing. I've, I'm actually going to be working in Dubsado trying to get this um, put into place for myself as well. So yeah. And I've heard so many good things, not that this is an ad for them, but a few of the girls I'm coaching girls, a few of very grown up lady designers that I'm coaching <laughs> are on Dubsado and they love it. You know, we talked about it a yeah. lot. I actually decided not to do it <laughs> mostly because I switch gears pretty quickly and I change my processes on the fly all the time to improve. Yeah. So I realized it was going to be too limiting for me, but I love that it is good for this kind of thing and that it's working for a lot of people. So yay. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to put you on the spot, Kate. You texted me an idea earlier that at the end of every episode we were going to share, <laughs> and I haven't thought of mine either, so don't worry. So we okay. wanted to start just sharing something cool with you that we have discovered throughout the week that might be a helpful resource or reference that, you know, we just want to pass on to you. I know at the end of last week's episode, our interview with Natalie Norcross, I asked her any book recommendations she had, stuff she'd been reading, and that was fantastic to hear from another expert what kind of stuff is, you know, on her bookshelf right now and really impacting her life. So Kate, what did you discover this week that rocked your socks off? Oh my gosh. Yes. I love this. We're going to do this at the end of every episode. Let's try to not forget, but I'm always finding like cool things or companies that I sort of put in the back of my pocket and I'm like, I can't wait to use this thing or whatever. And it doesn't have to be design related. Um, sometimes I find beauty products that I start to oh. want to share with people. <laughs> Everybody knows my obsession with Glossier. So the company that I discovered this week that I am obsessed with is Roller Rabbit. Just like it sounds, <laughs> they have... That sounds like a sex toy, but go on. <laughs> there might be one of those two. The cutest logo, it's two exclamation marks. And when you look at it, it looks like a rabbit. <gasps> it makes I it know, funny. It's adorable. Yeah. But I have to tell you, one of my biggest pain points with sourcing linens and blankets and sheets is they are flipping snooze fest. Just, I'm so sick of basic white, gray, blue, whatever sheets. And I love a good solid linen sheet, like your hotel chic look. I love that. But every now and then I want something with some real character. And these are stunning. There are quilts. There are, there's, there are sheets. There are, let's say go to home, um, duvet covers. And what they kind of look like are Indian block print patterns but they're so oh. gorgeous in yummy colors i'm about to buy i really want to buy this jemima sheet set for my girls for their bedroom for their twin beds but they're just in all these beautiful yummy 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 colors do they have a trade program that you know of? and by the way guys this is not an ad none of this is paid for we're just excited that so i always look at the footer first and i see that they have a stockist Links. I don't see anything about a trade account, but um, depending on how much you're buying, you could become a stockist. But I also just want to... That word is so British and fancy. Hello, I'm a stockist. They also have, you guys, PJs and kids outfits that are flipping adorable. Swimsuit. Love it. I'm obsessed. So rollerrabbit.com. Check them out. I'm obsessed. Cool. Okay. I did think of my thing. So (laughs) one thing I did this week is I went up to my favorite showroom miko and boone home they're in uh, a little bit north of atlanta and guys they work with people all over the u.s they are not paying me to say this but i adore them so i'm saying this Mm -hmm. and i want you to go check them out so they have a little retail store but really it's mostly a trade and resource place for interior designers yeah they carry like 100 lines they're the company that i use for all my ordering they carry 
save, but maybe two vendors. They carry all the lines that I use and love. And every lunch, every lunch, I'm hungry. Every month they do this gather for design event where they bring in one of their vendor reps and they invite designers from all over. And it's just a beautiful couple hours with coffee and munchies and hearing from a rep, networking with other designers. And what I loved about it this month is that there were a couple reps and they were talking about probably six or seven different brands they represent between the two of them. And guys, it is one thing to look online and see a company's website and look at pretty things and recommend them to clients or even to see them at market. But when you actually talk to the people that know the products and you learn the stories, the quality, the manufacturing, it completely changes I think A, how you look at sourcing and B, how you can sell things to your clients. I'm going to use Arteriors as an example because I love them and they were one of the brands represented. They can do no wrong. Oh guys, their (laughs) stuff is beautiful. But if you've never talked to somebody there or been given a tour of the showroom, every single piece by Arteriors is handmade. No Mm -hmm. two are exactly identical. And That blows me away because of course they're not inexpensive. They do have some affordable options. They do have an essentials line, I believe it's called, but gosh, to see like the craftsmanship and the quality and to know that these were actually touched by hand and made by people who care and are true artisans. Hell yes. I can sell more arteries when I know that story and I know the quality and can explain that to clients. So I just want to encourage you guys, if you get a chance to meet with a rep, Gosh, take their meetings, talk to them, ask them questions, let them tell you about the brand and let them tell you the selling features of the brand so that you can better sell it to the clients. And if you guys are in the Atlanta area, mikoandboonhome.com, I adore them. We're going to have Amy, the owner on the podcast. She is a wealth of knowledge and amazingness. And even when I wasn't in Georgia, I placed all my orders through them. They're wonderful, wonderful people. So big unofficial plug because they're the best. Yeah, you're not the only one who has talked about them. So I, they definitely have a, a good presence and they seem like great folks, but, and I did not, I've been to the Arteriors showroom at the Vegas market and heard from the rep there, but I don't either. I would, either you and I were in the corner snickering and talking or, <laughs> probably, yeah, it, sounds like or, or they didn't mention that before, but that is a big deal. And um, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. My pleasure. Cool. Final thoughts about design proposals, besides the fact that um, I want you to make a Canva template for this if you don't already have one, because I bet it would be beautiful and I'm going to go do my own right now. Yay. No, that's a, that's actually a good idea. I will, I will keep that in mind, but yeah, no, I just say, um, I hope this was helpful and let us know if this is something that you've already been doing. How, how have you set it up? How does it work for you? Um, do you like doing it this way or are you like us who was like, just had an aha moment and we're going to try it out and see how it goes. Um, We just, we'd love to hear from you guys and be on the lookout for that blog post. I'm not looking at a calendar, so I don't know if it's out now or it will be out soon, but um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more in depth about it. And yeah, maybe what kind of a Canva template would you like to see? Something that makes this beautiful with like, here, plug in your packages and your features. And I don't know, you're the master girl. (laughs) You make this work. Okay. I think it'd be cool. Because I mean, you okay. we could make one ourselves, but your your Canva templates are awesome. So uh, oh. there's a plug <laughs> well, for you, you, Designers Oasis. Oh, you're so sweet. Did y'all know I just created a bundle so you can buy all three at a discount? Hells, yes, you can. Yeah, Go do that. that. All right. Peace and hair grease. Leslie just rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> Very confused. All right. No. Godspeed. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye. Talk to you next week, guys. Bye. 
Hey designer, thanks for sharing part of your day with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes so we can continue to connect with badass design bosses like you. We'd love to hear your feedback. For more designers getting coffee and to join the conversation, head over to designersgettingcoffee.com for show notes, free downloads, and more. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at designersgettingcoffee.